Hey, it's Jose Galison of No Way Jose. I'm on the No Way Jose YouTube channel. I'm also just about everywhere you can find podcasts at, every podcatcher, all that shit. Uh, I'm on the Liberty the Liberty Movement YouTube channel as well, which is also on BitChute. Uh, today, our guest is Shane Hazel of the Radical Podcast. Um, you know, my first impression of him, my first song was like, Jesus Christ, that dude has a fucking amazing voice. I think we should start a fucking, uh, some sort of thing to, some sort of movement to get Scott Horton to have him be on his audio book. Um, not that I don't like uh, Scott's voice, but Jesus Christ. Uh, today's topic is military culture. And so I figured it appropriate to bring him on because I mean, anyone knows anything about Shane, that's kind of his thing. He was in the military, Marines, all that good shit. Before we get into it, I just want to let you all know I just monetized. Uh, it's on patreon.com slash Jose 2020 I don't know who the fuck took the Noe Jose handle, so fuck you. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't. Just so you know, I don't have any delusions of making big bucks. I just like to stop losing money because they have to pay for the shit. So, uh, and my wife's probably gonna is on the end of probably getting pissed and be like, "What the fuck?" At least I can justify getting something out of it. So, uh, with that, I'm gonna go ahead and bring on Shane. What's up, dude? Jose, what's happening, brother? <laughs> what it do? Hey, uh... <laughs> dude, you're funny as shit, man. I, I, this guy with a voice coming on, like, I don't know. Hey, it's Scott Horton, but yeah, hey. Hey, Scott Horton, uh, buddy, if you're listening, I'll do your damn book. I'll do an audio book for Scott Horton. Are you? That'd be a fucking kick-ass job. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, no, the first time, like, funny, our first interaction was, uh, you probably don't remember it, but uh, because we started this group, The Liberty Movement, and uh, fucking, I, I, you post, I think you posted your, your podcast or something in there, and I listened, and I was just like, holy shit, like, dude's got like, I'm not gay or anything, but it's like, Jesus Christ, he makes me feel safe. <laughs> Just booming, manly, but like weirdly kind of comforting voice. <laughs> yeah, just tell people, hey man, it's gonna be okay. You're gonna live through this. You know, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's ridiculous. Well, you've probably had to say that a few times. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're yeah. yeah, maybe once or twice. <laughs> I don't know why we're laughing. That's not funny. <laughs> oh, it's, it's great. I can look back and be like, hey, fuck, I didn't die. Thank God. You know, like it's a, it's a good day. Yeah. So uh, thanks for coming on, though. Uh, you want to go ahead and quickly introduce yourself to the audience, so let you know who you are, kind of deal? Yeah, uh, my name is Shane Hazel. Uh, you guys may know me. I ran for uh, U.S. Senate down here in Georgia, caused the runoff. Uh, both Democrats and Republicans fucking hate my guts. Um, I'm a Marine. Uh, I, I served over at uh, First Force Reconnaissance Company uh, from 01 uh, through the end of 05. Before we became Mars, some crazy stuff going on, uh, you know, obviously during those times. And I guess, you know, I'm the host of Radical, started my own podcast. I've run uh, for U.S. Congress before in terms of uh, I, I came out the first time as a Republican because that's how I grew up as a neocon and had to see behind the curtain myself. So I don't know, t drove me away. I'm, I'm doing what I'm doing because I mean, it's just I don't know, man, once you see fucking liberty. And you realize what it is and how many people have been starved or never been shown it. It's just like, man, it consumes you. And you're just like, I, I got to do something, right? And, you know, after a few Rothbard books and some Hayek and some Mises and all that fun shit, like, you're just, let's go. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. We actually talked a little bit before and uh, I'm kind of having to hold back to not riffing that shit because a lot of people know this is a pseudonym. And uh, I will drop a little nugget that I am a veteran. So just uh, just throw that out there. So that's kind of we we talked about that a little bit. So I can identify with a lot of a lot of shit there. Uh, by the way, if you guys hear cat meowing, I mean, uh, we have an episode dropping uh, actually today or tomorrow. I, I run a kitty cat business, and that one's all horned up right now. So that's probably why you hear it yelling. <laughs> so uh, 
yeah just i mean i can't do shit about it so whatever i'll try to mute it when i can but it is what it is uh like i said we already went over your military so that's kind of why i brought you on because i wanted to talk about military culture because that's kind of what i generally try to focus on at least that's what i initially focused on when i started now i've done a little bit more political type stuff too but i generally try to focus on the cultural side of things when it comes to this uh so i figured uh you know being as i'm former or, or i'm a veteran as well and uh yeah i figured it'd be we could kind of touch on that because i think it's an interesting topic you know military culture in general and uh but quickly i, I know you kind of touched on it a little bit but i'd like to have you summarize i mean not not too short but not too long either just summarize your military career so people know where you're coming from just right huh yeah <laughs> so, man i um military career uh i, I signed up right after 9 11 uh as you know i i think if you're old enough and you remember, you know, what that day felt like I was, uh, 21 and, uh, it was, was one of those things where, uh, it, it really, I mean, kind of destroyed my, my little bubble. Right. And I grew up in a, a suburban area. Uh, I was, you know, pretty, uh, homogenous, very white, uh, you know, out of like 700 kids in my graduating class, you could count anybody who was uh, a little more melanated on, uh, on two hands. So it was, um, you just changed my life and you know the first thing that i thought as a dumb fucking kid was let's go fucking kill people uh that knocked down these towers and you know i went into the marine corps office and they licked their chops and said yeah buddy you you can be a marine and it's like yeah okay and basically went in um got uh you know open contract actually became a uh parachute specialist first and worked my way straight over to uh, first force reconnaissance company and out there got into the teams and it was, I mean, I guess in terms of being a Marine, man, it was a hell of a lot of fun. You, you know, if you, if you wanted to do what, you know, I wanted to do, like it, it was where you wanted to be. I mean, you get to do all the cool shit in the fucking Marine Corps has to offer and then some, and you know, it's, um, it's kind of, you know, back then it was a very, very prestigious unit to be part of. So we, um, we did a couple of deployments, uh, went over for the initial invasion into Iraq and then, you know, May turned around, came back, did another workup, went back in April of 04 and, uh, man, we sailed into town in the Joff, left the 11th Mew behind at, uh, the, the port of Kuwait. And at that point, man, it was fucking game on. We were into Joff, uh, handed off power from, uh, the army. Uh, to the Marines over there. And it, immediately we went and started picking fights with uh, Muqtada al-Sadr, which is weird. Uh, if you guys know Middle Eastern history and why the fuck we were there in the first place, we were kind of there uh, for the Ba'athists and, and, you know, Saddam Hussein's guys. And, you know, we're going after a guy who's a, a Shiite. And you're like, man, these guys are the fucking guys that have been crushed by Saddam for decades and decades now. And so at any rate, we did that. And then um, we got... Uh, detached from the Marine Corps Expeditionary Unit and sent up to do all the reconnaissance for Fallujah Part 2 there in October and November and into December. Um, and we we actually started fighting with a whole bunch of the, the grunt units that were up there uh, as combat replacements. Um, our captain at the time had come from 3-1, and those guys got hit pretty hard going into that city. So we, we came out and... You know, started helping those guys uh, push through the city between three one one three, and I believe it was two eight or one eight. Maybe it was one eight. But man, we worked with a whole bunch of different uh, cats over there, including uh, a bunch of ODA guys, um, some seals here and there. Uh, just kind of doing some cross training because that was kind of the point where we were supposed to become SOCOM. 
um, or contribute to SOCOM per Donald's Rumfield. And uh, we had, uh, I think, till about 2006 is when they took a lot of the guys from uh, the reconnaissance field and, and threw them into what's now uh, considered MARSOC. So, uh, very interesting. Uh, I, I kind of came to my Liberty moment, I guess, during uh, December of 2004. Um, saw a whole bunch of terrible shit in, in the Battle of Fallujah. And <laughs> shocker, right? But then I like then I got a hold of John Taylor Gatto's book, Weapons of Mass Instruction, where he talks about the history of the American education system and how it came from Prussia. And they used it to indoctrinate fuckers so that they wanted to go off and fight for the state. And I was like, Oh fuck, they got me, right? Like here I am. They they've captured the American education system or the you know compulsory government indoctrination system as I so lovingly call it now. And uh yeah, man, uh that was that was kind of that moment where I was just like, fuck, something's wrong. Something's really, really wrong. Um, and that kind of you know brought me to the idea that I was not gonna stick around uh and, and do anything else with the military. Uh and then obviously got out and here I am. <laughs> yeah. It's funny. You, uh, it, it's like once your, your perspectives change, I mean, that's why the whole like analogy of the red pill is just so great. Cause you're like, once, once you shift it, it's like, fuck, like, I don't know. For example, like <laughs> it, it just disgusts me. Like even simple shit, like my kids, like, you know, pledge of allegiance to shit. I'm like, fucking cut oh. that out. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, like uh, why, <laughs> why do you, why do you pledge allegiance to a state full of fucking murderers and thieves? Like, yeah. fuck that, man. I like that's a tough one, man. Like, a lot of people, especially vets, have a very tough time. Like, oh, what? Wait, what did he just say? He doesn't do the Pledge of Allegiance? Like, no, I, I, I love America. I love Americans. I love the nation. I love the American spirit, the entrepreneurship. I love the fucking freedom. Hell, man, I was a guy that learned the Constitution like almost autistically, and the Federalists and Anti Federalists, and I still won't say the fucking pledge of allegiance right like that's that's because it's fucked up indoctrination yeah it's funny even from like a constitutional perspective the uh, pledge of allegiance is kind of fucked but like yeah i mean it says a lot of good shit right like it that's why yeah. i mean that's one of the reasons i ran off to the marine corps right yeah. it's like oh shit man i believe this stuff i believe in justice and and for everybody like no there ain't justice for everybody rich people don't go to fucking jail kidding yeah. me <laughs> no, it's funny. I, all right, I want to go on. I want to find out a little bit about you before the military because I have a theory. Uh, I mean, I've kind of always had a, a little bit of a theory that there's two, roughly two main people, types of people get like dragged into the military. And I, I, I kind of, you know, warriors and cocksuckers. And I don't mean that in like, I don't mean that in like a demeaning kind of way. And like, uh, and, and sometimes they're both. <laughs> yeah. I mean, sometimes it's a mixture of both, but there's like, there's those types that joined because like, you know, they're the sheepdog types. They wanted to do something right. You know, they had that like innate, like, you know, you're a young man and you want to just go fucking kill things for good reasons. Like, you know what I mean? Like you are looking for a worthy, a worthy war, a worthy battle, you know? And like you get sucked into that. And then there, but then there's the other types who get sucked into like, oh, well, here's a fucking stable job. And, or here's this place where I can, you know, I find meaning or I can, you know, I can scan the system. And like, I mean, it, I mean, you were the yeah, you, yeah, you were the combat type, so like you may not have that as much because I feel like most people going combat aren't really. I feel like it's gonna weed out a lot of the cocksuckers. And by the <laughs> way, I'm not meaning that demeaning way for anyone's gay or anything like that. It's just like, like you know, the, the, like I always call them the cocksuckers because they're just kissing ass kind of deal, and they're they're smoozing and playing all the right games, you know, you know, smoozing up to commanders and that kind of shit. So you know, doing all the the stuff they have to do to like 
advance their career. But at the end of the day, I don't really give a fuck about people and they didn't come in for, you know, I guess worthy, worthy reasons or what they thought were worthy reasons, which we'll probably get into later. Cause that's a, you kind of get that red pill and you realize it's not, <laughs> you know, <laughs> so yeah, I should have came in for the, <laughs> for the easy job and the, the retirement. Right. Yeah. So, but yeah, I want to kind of get into like, I, I mean, I guess I could probably guess which one you are, but I kind of want to know who you were before the military. Like, I mean, I assume you I would just guess sports and you just kind of were like that, like full of testosterone, young, young, dumb and full of cum kind of deal, you know, like you're ready to fucking go, you know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you grew up in, in, in a bubble in uh, Northeast Georgia with Midwestern parents and all that kind of shit, right? GM and Ford and you know, like all that stuff's just forcing through my veins. My dad's from Flint. My mom's from Midland where Dow Chemical Company is. And so like two major like you know is a fucking america right and so anyway um you know my my dad was kind of a democrat growing up um you know kind of a union guy and you know worked at gm and then my mom um you know she, she was very uh i guess conservative i don't think her mom and dad were but she was kind of kind of conservative um but I, it was more or less you know a, a rights issue right and um and, and all that kind of stuff for her so anyway Man, yeah, it was. I listened to guys like Neil Bortz growing up because my mom always had on talk radio. Uh, I played sports, pretty much every, anything and everything under the sun. I was I was a jock, but I kind of didn't hang out with jocks. I hung out with a whole bunch of different kind of guys, and so um, and and to this day, I still do. Um, just like the same same guys back here at the, the house, you know, lifelong friends and all that fun stuff. So, um, you know, is one of those things after like. You know, we were a very high operations sports team. We won the state in uh, in football in '96 and in, in the largest class uh, here in Georgia that you could, and that was a big damn deal. I mean, it was it was it was you know kind of you know one of those defining moments in your young life at that point. Anyway, I mean, at 16, 17 years old, um, just had a phenomenal football career uh, all the way through from the time I was ten. Played a lot of baseball. Um, and, and just things like that. But, it, you know, it's one of those things where I also kind of grew up in a house. We were on the wrong side of the tracks, literally. Um, so I went to, you know, elementary indoctrination with a bunch of my lifelong friends. But when it came time to go to middle school, um, they redrew the district for me. And I was literally just like 500 feet on the other side of the tracks. And I couldn't go to school with my friends from elementary anymore. And so, you know, um, we weren't in you know, like the, where I grew up in Gwinnett County is kind of the very, at the time it was very affluent. Um, we were not affluent. And so, you know, you go into school with kids who are just wearing all sorts of, you know, crazy clothes and, you know, new cars and shit like that, man. That wasn't, <laughs> that wasn't how I grew up. I grew up, you know, uh, working summer jobs, uh, and, and doing that, that kind of stuff where most people, you know, uh, that I grew up with did not. So you kind of, you know, you felt maybe a little bit different, maybe a little out of place. Um, but you know, still great people. Like, you know, I can't, can't say uh, a whole lot of anything bad, especially, um, uh, about how they treated me. So, but yeah, that was, um, you know, lots of sports, lots of lifting weights, lots of, you know, just regular old, I don't know, fishing. That was one of my, I think probably my favorite things outside of, uh, school, just go with my buddies and, and go get a line wet once in a while. Yeah, I mean, it's, I identify with a lot of that, actually. I mean, there are a lot of differences. But, yeah, it's, it seems to be a lot of through line, man, especially it's like the jock types. Like, you know, like I was a bit of a jock myself. So it's like you just – I don't know. I feel like you just – like I said, you're just a, a young man who's just like you, you are essentially the warrior archetype. And But then we're in a world where there's not really any uh, 
any wars to be had, but then the, you get sold on certain ones. You know, like yeah. obviously if we lived in Kapistan, we'd be the type. So it'd probably be the private security force. But, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't like being shot at it anymore. I did that. That sucked. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. I'm older now. And so like, I mean, not to go too much. I kind of like sort of tried to go the spec ops route and then I failed out hard, which is like a theme in my life. What were you going like, for, JTAC or uh, a pair jumper? Uh, okay. Uh, like I said, not trying to go into too much, but <laughs> it, 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 All right. it was... Uh, I mean, I came from Air Force, so like it wasn't even. It technically wasn't Spec Ops, but the guy got my recruiter sold me on it, so I was like a, trying to go for like a Seer instructor, and mm. like because uh, I have bad vision, so it was like the only like it's funny. I actually trained for CCT for like six months, and I got like super good shape, and like like probably for like one of two times in my life, I had like a fucking rock hard six pack and shit, like. And then they're like, "Oh, you have bad eyes." And I'm like, "Yeah." And they're like, "Well, I mean, we can give you Seer." Which I mean is really hard to get into, and like, because like no one in my class has like made it through all the way through the pipeline. So like, it's 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 not a joke. I mean, it's definitely not anything like PJ or Marine Recon or some shit like that. But it's it's still not a joke. And then yeah, I fucking failed out hard. Just like uh, the only reason I even joined the military, not the only reason. I, I failed out pretty hard in like in college. So like, I got I got a uh, I got into college and just went buck wild and like you know fucking flunked out everything my first semesters. <laughs> <laughs> and I was there in scholarship, so I was like, whatever, I got a free semester, so that's cool. <laughs> yeah, I mean, whatever. Uh, but yeah, um, God, what was my point? I had a fucking point, but I missed it. <laughs> but yeah, no, I uh, I tried to go combat, but luckily I didn't, I didn't end up going. Well, I, like I said, Seer isn't really combat, but I got sold on it like it was going to be, or I could make it go that way. But mm -hmm. uh, then I ended up filling out, and then uh, fucking, yeah, and I ended up being in a non-combat role, which... Like I was getting at, like I'm older now, and so I'm kind of like glad that I didn't end up going that way, because I'm like I'm now I'm like I don't have any desire for that shit. Like I'm more like the the crotchety old man that like you know you fuck with me, I'm more <laughs> likely to shoot you than fight you. Like I mean I can beat your ass. I mean not you specifically, but I can beat most guys' ass, but I just don't really feel like it. <laughs> it sounds uh, like too much effort. Yeah. Uh, too too young uh, to to back down, but too old not to to, to fight or something. Yes, it's something like that. I know you're talking yeah. about, but it's just like I just I've, I don't know. I think it's like also like something about being secure in yourself, where it's just, I don't have anything to prove. Like I don't really give a shit whether I can kick your ass or not. So it's like I'd just rather just save the effort. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know. I'll tell you what that is. Uh, that's wisdom. That is. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I want your thoughts on my rough categorization. Obviously, you we touched on that. You're you came from really combat type area. So I, I kind of had the two categorizations: the cocksuckers and the fucking warriors. So did you see that much in your where you were at in your realm, or not not so much? Yeah. Um. Yeah. I, I definitely. I mean. I mean. Let's just straight to boot camp, man. Obviously, with all my preconceived notions about what the military was, uh, a lot of them started to get answered right then and there. Uh, boot camp. For me, man, I was guide day fucking one uh, at pickup, and yeah, you know, by the end of the day, they were like, "Here, you're you're the dude that's going to be holding that fucking guide on." And I never got fired, <laughs> which I don't know, man. Like those dudes get fired. So um, during that time, though, you know, it was one of those things where you got you got the you know, it's just boot camp and it sucks and it's you know, it's not it's not hard, but you. You do you do shit, and sometimes people fuck up. And so, you know, at night, you, as God, you're like, "Hey, man, you fucked up bad today, or hard today." And we saw you do it. Like, not if you, you knew that, it, like, some of the time, like, it was just a drill instructor fucking with everybody, right? Like, if you didn't see it, it fucking didn't happen. So, if 
if I would, you know, say, hey, man, you're on watch tonight and that shitbird wouldn't fucking wake up and, and pull his watch. Like, you know, you started to see stuff like that happen. And then, you know, by the end, you know, I saw a whole bunch of people that I was just like, how the f- wait, you gave that guy an Eagle Globe an anchor. He's going to be a fucking Marine. Like, I don't agree with that, man. Like, that guy sucks. I'm I, like, I'm his peer. And I can tell you, like, I would fucking drop that guy from the Marine Corps, you know, and, and what we were told it was for the last three fucking months, like just fucking, you know, diehard warriors that you either die or you accomplish your mission, right? Like that guy's not going to fucking die or accomplish the mission. He's like, that guy is going to hide the fucking hole as long as he can and try not to fucking die. That's it. So I, you know, I got lucky enough to have dinner with, I say lucky enough, I guess I, as, as the undergrad, I went out and had dinner with the, uh, the colonel and the base sergeant major at that point. And they're like, what did you like? What would you change? Blah, blah, you know, the, like the fucking three questions. And I told them, and then I was like, man, I just want to tell you guys, I am shocked at who's getting fucking through here. <laughs> like, look at the, look at the fucking set on this guy. Like he's a, he's a, I don't know, Lance corporal, maybe at the time when I graduated and I'm sitting here telling the colonel and the sergeant major how fucked up their training is and like the guys are getting through that shouldn't fucking get through it at any rate. That's what I thought, man. I, I, I saw it right away. I saw guys that were running away from pro- fucking problems. I saw guys that were running away from debt. I saw guys that were running away from their family. I saw guys that were running away from a lot of fucking shit, man. And it was, it, I don't know, like I was running to something to do something and i felt bad especially for the really i mean like 18 year olds i was 21 like i I was almost 23 years old um and just been working my ass off you know putting myself through school for the last three years straight you know summer working through the night at home depot stocking shelves getting up taking the full course load the next day and just repeat 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 and i was like yeah man like this is fucking easy compared to what real is out there guys like you get fed three times a day you get eight fucking hours of sleep easy and what do you do you're getting paid to do push-ups and pull-ups and fucking run like shut the fuck up and let's just get going man so that's that's kind of how you know i started seeing stuff and obviously fairly motivated person and disciplined so um you start to see the people that aren't pretty quickly and it's funny, like I was kind of getting at with, with my uh, little uh, categorization is those tend to be the ones that then learn to scam the system and generally go far, at least from my experience. You know what I mean? Like not all of them. Some are just just pieces of shit that can't conform. But they uh, yeah. but a lot of those ones learn how to snake the system and they end up going far. And if anything, I noticed that the higher up you get, the the more of a ratio of cocksuckers to warriors you get. You know, it's like the warriors get a lot of the warriors get sick of it and get out, or they become dead inside. You know, <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Um, I, I'll tell you what the the the, the high it, the high guys that are not cocksuckers on the enlisted side and the combat arms man, they are fucking. I'll tell you, man. Like I, I'm, I'll play right now. I, I went to a, a Marsoc retirement just for for fun. Um, you know, one of my teammates uh, was retiring as a master of guns up there, and he got up there in front of everybody. And the thing is, they knew it was coming. They knew they, the guys who were seniors, whether they were enlisted or officers, who talked about him getting out before. Um, I mean, like, I can't wait to hear what. Tor- no, no, we gotta stop. What what his name is gonna like get up here and say, right? Like they were like, this is this is gonna be interesting. 
And so he got up there and just, man, it was classy. It, it was fucking bomb dropper, mic drop. And then he was like, fuck, I'm out, man. Like that's, there are very few of those guys around. Yeah, no, that's true. <laughs> I, I do think I kind of want to touch on a little bit how like the camaraderie that the military, military kind of brings. I do feel like there's a very much, it honestly just feels like a lot like sports is what it kind of feels like. You do end up having that like, that very much that vibe of how you had in like high school sports and stuff, which I mean, I guess it kind of lends a little bit to how like a lot of it's just like us never really growing up and kind of like continuing high school in a way, you know? So I, I don't know if you had any thoughts on that. Cause I do think, especially for you being from combat, it's probably much more of a thing than it was for someone like me, you know? Yeah. I mean, you know, it's uh boy, uh, almost 20, oh, well, not quite 20 years later, but um, you know, it's, it's one of those things where I get to, you know, reach back and you know hang out with guys uh to this day uh you know we're we're still you know very close you know we've got team texts and and things like that go on very often and you know when you're you know running through fucking like places like fallujah and najaf with dudes and i'll tell you man like i even like eat some guys from like three one that i met on the fucking battlefield like we still talk all the time like it's you know it's that camaraderie when you're like a just that sliver away from you know death or dismemberment of some sort of fucking you know catastrophic event you're like that does it does bond some people together because it's you you, you still talk about it you know and you get together with people that you you know and you've gone through similar experiences with well if you've gone through a bunch of almost like fucking perilous you know crazy things that nobody fucking understands like you talk to each other and I think that's probably, you know, helped me in terms of um, adjusting. I'm probably a little further down the Liberty path than a lot of them. Um, and that's okay. Like, you know, it's, they, we still love each other. Um, and, you know, it's, it's that thing where, you know, it's, I don't know, it's just that unbreakable damn bond. I don't care if a guy was completely, you know, progressive, you know, complete status, right? Like there's something about that guy that probably at one time where he saved my fucking ass is like, he's not a bad dude. He just has a different idea. And so I, it, it is, it's, it's, um, you know, it's, it's what they say, I guess, no better friend, no worse enemy. Um, and that's, that's because, you know, you, you jump through damn fire for any one of those guys and, and you have, I guess. Yeah. Like I said, I mean, that's not, I mean, it's definitely not to the same extreme that I, my experience, cause I didn't really have that kind of like, you know, foxhole type thing, but you know, I also wanted to kind of touch on a little bit. I know we've kind of touched on it. It's been a through line a little bit throughout this, but I do feel like uh, the military kind of praise and like perverts the natural and well-intentioned warrior nature of like young men. And, but then I think in turn makes it so much harder for them to realize what this fucking beast really is like and what it, like the, the nature of the beast that they're involved in. So I don't know if you had some thoughts on it. I mean, cause yeah, that, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, one or two. <laughs> yeah. Cause it, it's like kind of fucked up. Cause it's like, it drags people in. Cause you know, they want to, they want to do good things. Like this is genuinely like, I mean, I kind of made the, the thing of the warrior and the cocksucker, but the warrior, like the cocksucker, fuck that guy. But like the, the warrior, like they genuinely, most, most of them joined because they wanted to, they wanted to pr- Literally, they bought into the lie that they fucking, you know, want to protect freedoms. They want to protect their countrymen, like all that stuff, you know. And then now they're, it's, I feel like it makes it so much harder. There's that cognitive dissonance where it's like, you know, trying to realize what's really going on is just so much fucking harder for some of these people. 
So yeah, I mean, I mean, I'll keep rambling, but I'll, I'll, I'll let you take the mic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, the perversion of the warrior class here in America is, I mean, they spend tons and tons and tons of money every year just to do it, man. Like, I mean, seriously, when when we started, you know, doing all the shit that we do in terms of the sporting events here in America, right? Like you look at the NBA, the NFL, all these places, man, like once you're done and woke as fuck, right? <laughs> you go into a, a ball game, man. And you're like, Oh, Jesus Christ. Like we got jets flying over. How much mo fucking money is that? How much money is it, you know, for that, that jumbotron, you know, the, the service members that we got out here in uniform that we're paying for to be at a ball game. Um, I don't know, man. Like, I see it and you, you know, you do the pledge of allegiance, you sing the fucking national anthem. Like it just fucking goes round and round and round. And it's just amplified. And it's like, you know, man, but it makes people feel good, right? Like it makes people, especially people who are growing up their their families who have never, ever been around somebody that's like a real fucking no kidding, crazy combat veteran, you know, they're going guys, we're, we're not, we're not here to pee on your parade. We're not here to take a shit on America, right? Like we're here to open your eyes to the idea. First and foremost, look around. Do you feel fucking free? Do you feel the fucking liberty? Like, fuck no. What the fuck are we doing? What are we doing in terms of the, the propaganda? Like, oh, fuck yeah. You know, I believe in this stuff and the, the, and the cult of the state and all this shit that they fucking make us regurgitate from the time we're five fucking years old like i don't know man i i see that kind of stuff and i'm just like yeah that's perversion at at its best it takes the the youngest it takes unsuspecting people it takes people who have never ever experienced this kind of stuff and it automatically just you know like, it gives them something warm and fuzzy and something to like hug on to and that kind of shit and you're just like man that's false it's not real it's a complete it's it's all theater um and and that sucks, man, because you know how it is. Like when first time you like, oh man, America isn't great. Like, oh, what we're the bad guys? Fuck you! Like that's you know, like that's how I was. I was like, no, fuck it. We're not bad. We don't do bad shit. Oh shit, we do some terrible, terrible, god awful, murderous, fucking thieving around the world, man. It is, it is. I mean, when when they if like if we fucking win, we're gonna win, right? Liberty's gonna win when we fucking get to write the history books about this kind of shit and what happened with massive, massive governments, right? Like that's that's one thing I think you know we get to take away from this is like the larger the fucking governments, the worse those governments were. They were awful, terrible tyrants, and it makes sense that you know they want to you know put it all under one damn umbrella to begin with like you want to talk about fucking control holy shit anyway i guess um you know I, the, the perversion i mean yeah it's it's one of those things where you know it's it, it makes it very tough to have conversations with um people who are just so fucking star spangly awesome um and and so proud of something that is so fucking fake like Man, it's it's tough. And, you know, if, if I can be that, you know, person that reaches out and says, hey, you know, I was a neocon 
and I was a Marine and I saw it and I saw it up close. And now I've spent the rest of my fucking life trying to tell other people, you know, turn that shit off, like turn it off. I like, I don't watch professional sports. Um, cause I'm too fucking busy probably most of the time, but at the same time, like that shit grosses me out, man. I'm like, I'm not going to participate in the fucking falsification and perversion of the warrior class in America. And, and what you get, you know, obviously if we were trying to fucking take over and, and make ourselves more free, you know, our troops would be not protecting the, the people of the Capitol, right? Like they would be in DC going, no, you got to at least get the fuck out of here. If not fucking prison, like a no bullshit instruction. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like a real assault, right? Like, I mean, not this fake ass fucking mob bullshit where, yeah, you know what? Some people were mad. They came up there. They, they, they maybe broke a couple things. Nobody burned anything. I think that the, the only people that you know killed anybody were the fucking state again. You know, a fucking helpless lady shot her right in the damn what neck or something. And you're like, yeah, well, look at all these peaceful fucking people. These guys could have come in there and burned that place down killed people, shot people, stabbed people, you know, ripped all the fucking art off the wall and that kind of stuff. Did that happen? No. Like they went in fucking a lot of went in through open damn doors and they stayed within the fucking velvet ropes for God's sakes. Like <laughs> what kind of, that's a bullshit riot. Ask the fucking BLM. They're going to be like, nah, the pussies bullshit, man. You got to burn shit down. Like those aren't riots. It's not assault for God's sakes. Yeah, no, it was just a fun little meme fest is what that was. <laughs> <laughs> That's all. I mean, it, I mean, don't get me wrong. It was great in that regard. <laughs> yeah, now now they're all on, you know, damn watch list and going off to prison and, oh, it's gross. Like, and now they've, oh, and I don't know if you've got this down in Tampa, but um, my brother was telling me the other day, they're like, hey, there's a damn billboard out here from the FBI that's like, hey, if you know anybody that was in D.C., if you got any connections, right on your fucking neighbor. Right. And then I was just like, oh, man, the Orwell is really getting thick. Yeah, I haven't seen that one, but it has been getting really creepy here lately. But uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, that's an understatement. <laughs> sure. Hey, so one question I was thinking about while you're going, is it a complete and utter knife to the heart like it is for me when you hear thank you for your service? Oh, dude, I just say, well, <laughs> it, it, right. Like you're like, do I have time to say what I need to say here? Um, sometimes I just nod and put my hand up and whatever. Right. Like I, it sucks. Yeah, it sucks. It, I can't I mean, do it anymore. Yeah. I mean, for if me, I got I the time, like, thanks. <laughs> yeah. If I've got the time, uh, yeah, man, I'll be like, Hey, um, I didn't serve this country. I served an international corporate government cabal and, Hey, we're no, we're not freer, you know. Like for for what I did, we're not freer. No, yeah, it's a, yeah. Like I said, it was just like what can my whole point with this is it is disgusting because it is just like there is something just beautiful in it, in my opinion, and just masculine in in a good positive way about the warrior class, but just the way that it's perverted by the military and just really even the yeah. even the even the police as well. Just that because that's kind of like where they get siphoned off to because there's no really no real outlet for these, these types. Cause I mean, I feel like that is like a very, you know, primal Nate thing for man, especially from like a young age. Cause we talked about earlier how now me and you are both older and we kind of don't have those same impulses, but I think there is some beneficial use to that. Like that, that young, a young dumb and full of cum kind of thing where it's like you fucking, I think there is like 
should be in a, in a proper world, a, a good outlet for that. But I don't really feel like we really have that unless you become like a professional fighter or some shit. But I mean, I don't really know like what else there is. And even then it's kind of like, you're not really doing that for anything but personal gain. Like I feel like there's something deep within man. That's like, I want to protect me yeah. and my, my own, you know, like, yeah, that's selfless so. sacrifice, man. That's, that's one of those things that, you know, is not something anybody can buy in this world. It's not, you know, you either have that or you don't. And you know, it's a continuum. It's not like, you know, everybody's got it all the fucking time. And, but I'll tell you what, when you're that age and you feel like you're fucking indestructible and you could do some really great things in terms of, you know, really, I mean, serious, like serving your community, doing charity in your community, whatever that is, I mean, it's, it's not like you got to just be a warrior, right? Like a warrior is a servant. And I think that's what people miss in this day and age is like real warriors are servants, man. They're not making fucking money. They're doing shit out of the goodness of their heart, whether it's like changing tires on roadsides or going and, and, and standing up for, you know, somebody instead of fucking taking a video to put it up on YouTube. Like that's, that's what I think has been so dismissed in America, right? It's like that ability to actually step in as a single person and make a difference for the positive in somebody else's life. And yeah, I, for sure. Um, I see it and I, I detest the idea that it's dead. You know, I, I don't think it is. I think we're actually seeing a fucking huge resurgence of it right now. I'm, I, I'm part of the Mises caucus in uh, the libertarian party, man. And Holy shit. Like the vets are flocking in right now and i'll tell you what man it's it's fun to have you know guys like yourself uh fighting the bullet guys veterans from voluntarism and you know the, the rest of like matt from status quo and dude i'm telling you like i'm i'm excited about what's happening in america with the real fucking warrior class yeah i'm actually i mean i've gone on this a lot in my podcast and i'm very i'm very white-pilled right now actually like i mean i i do like i was started out as very black-pilled at the beginning of all this shit. And mm -hmm. then like, I think I always say the black pill is kind of what got me white pilled. Cause it's like kind of what yeah. got me more ready, more thinking, more reading, more whatever, you know, and kind of got me to a better spot. And I, I am hopeful for the future. Uh, I would probably like to have you on another time. Cause like, uh, we'll go more into that. Cause I, I actually probably do have some minor disagreements with you. Cause I'm, I'm more of like the agorist type. So I'm the non-voting anarchist type, but, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> but I mean, whatever. I mean, I'm not like, I don't, I don't I'm not like one of those ones. I, I, I always like, caveat everything i say with i'm just some fucking dude and i could be wrong so like i mean so while i don't necessarily see see politics as being the path to, like the solution or being a path to progress i don't know i could be fucking wrong <laughs> <laughs> well you know what's funny man is like i'm not that different right like yeah. <laughs> i i see i see this as what i can do right like i'm like this is what i love fucking doing right mm -hmm. so it's like I'll work my ass off at this kind of stuff where I won't work my ass at other kind of stuff. Like some stuff, like the admin side of fucking campaigns and politics and, you know, going through the goddamn laws. And, no, man, listen, I got, I got to boil down. Like it's simple. Like, it, I, like I am a very simple human being. And, and it's like, listen, I actually don't even fucking need you guys. Right. But I'm going to get you coming this fucking way. Like I'm going to, I'm going to start, you know, it, it's for me, that's what I got to do. That's how I started. I was way outside of where I should have been. And you know what? Over time, great people.
just kept popping up in my life, whether it was through, you know, my, my own personal relationships or books or videos or podcasts or whatever the fuck it was. Like somebody kept bringing me fucking along, man. And you get to that point, right? Like, what do they say? The difference between a, a minarchist and an anarchist is about fucking five days or a fucking Rothbard book. Whatever, yeah. yeah, no, it was anatomy of the state that did it for me. So that's definitely yeah. true. Yeah. And, uh, you know, to bring in Vin Armani a little bit, I know he, he said something once that really struck me that he was like, uh, like you, we think that we come to things through logic, but it's like really like because his whole thing's a magic, and like he's talking about how like no, really, it's like a, like the magic is what brings you to it because like really it was Dave Smith that got me to read Anatomy of the State, which then was like oh okay, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, but uh you know like like I said, I am an ongoing anarchist, so I don't believe in the, the like politics the way to go, but if I'm fucking wrong, I'm super fucking stoked there's people like you and the Mises Scoggins around. <laughs> So, I mean, that's one of those things I'm still super on the fence about. Like, I don't fucking know. Like, well, it's a giant, yeah. it's a giant bullhorn, right? Like, yeah. I mean, seriously, even, yeah. even as a guy that didn't spend a fucking dime in a U.S. Senate election, man, shit's blowing up right now. Like, literally, the amount of interviews, the amount of contacts, you know, like, social media is out of control. Shit is, it's crazy. And that, gives me a, a bigger platform to shout about this kind of shit. Right. And like some people take some from it. Some people will be like, eh, I see what he's saying over there. You know, like I see it and it's, that's, I'll tell you, that's what I think is within my wheelhouse and, and, and you know, politics aside, like it's people see different ways to do this kind of stuff. And a lot of times they want to tell you how you should be doing stuff. Like, Hey man, look, I'm good. I don't need, like, I appreciate it but no thanks. Right. And then there's some guys that get really fucking mad at you. And you're like, Hey, chill the fuck out. If you think that's the way to go, then go show me how to do it, man. Like, cool. You know that this is my path. Go do your path, man. I'll support you. Like just Liberty more, like whatever you're doing, go do Liberty as much as you fucking can. Yeah. And that's where I'm at. Like, I'm not, I don't like, I was trying to get, it. I'm not militant about this. It's yeah. kind of like ideas I've come to recently. And like, I've changed my mind on so many things so much in my life that to be, to be so obstinate to where I'm like cunty to anyone who has different opinions <laughs> than me is like, why? Because who? for all I know, four months later or a few days later, I could be like, read something or something changed my mind. They're like, oh, shit, they were fucking right. <laughs> you know, like, I, it just doesn't make sense to me to be shitty because like while I don't think that's the way I'm like, I don't know, like I said, I would like to have you on to talk about that more because sure. like, I mean, but like, uh, yeah, because I would like to go more into like a kind yeah, of like that type thing, but same time i'm so like like my point being I'm, i try not to be that like annoying fucking like you know you, you you've seen the types or the like super non-voting anarchist types are just like you know this is the fucking way and that's that and you're like and you're like i mean maybe they're right because i mean i kind of like generally agree with it but at the same time you're like are you really that certain you're right like <laughs> i mean what i'm you, not what, what are you doing to get them there right like <laughs> yeah. hey man you gotta have an outreach program. Your your yeah. sales suck. <laughs> yeah, and it's just like I mean, I don't, I just don't understand being that certain about anything in life to where you're gonna be like shitty to people, really. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, just, we can all be in a fucking matrix for all we know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think I lost you for a minute there. That was fucking weird. Uh, but, I'm still here. <laughs> all right, anyways, we need to get back on topic. <laughs> so I want to know about your transition out of the military and how that went for you, because I know it's a hard point for a lot of people. So I'm kind of curious how that went for you. Boy, you know, I, I think uh, alcohol really saw me through. 
<laughs> some of it i i don't know man i um i left the marine corps a little dejected ready to be fucking gone um and you know before i was even out i was enrolled out at uh university of georgia so i left camp pendleton drove across the country um a couple days later i was in class and that was um eye-opening you know i was a poli sci and international affairs major out at uh uga you know fucking 20 five years old, couple combat tours, like nobody's business. And I'm hearing, you know, about what they think the fuck is going on over there. Um, and you know, a lot of them were younger than I am, you know, like guys that have barely, uh, got their, you know, master's degree or some shit like that. And they're, they're teaching a class and, you know, so I, I don't know. I went out there, uh, I drank a lot of beer and I went to class and I passed and, you know, I had, a, I found some other Marines, man, uh, that lived across from me in the same complex. Um, I came out, came home one time and these assholes were just hanging off the fucking balcony, yelling at people, having a good, good time, man. And I was like, who are those fucking guys? And my roommate who, at the time, uh, who was gay, he's like, man, those are Marines. And I was like, <laughs> go fucking figure, right? So I went over, I introduced myself, said, hey, you know, and uh, still, you know, good friends with those guys to this day. Um, you know, you kind of take care of each other while you're there. It's, um, you know, he's kind of speak the same language. <laughs> you're older, like you're, you know, you're not 18 to 22, you're 25 and you've been around the world a few times. It's a, it's a very different um Thing. And so uh, I was out there for about a year and a half um, and I got right into um, aerospace right after that and started traveling the world. Um, and, you know, it was it was one of those things, man, where I, I in terms of like who I was um, professionally, I was doing I was a you know, rock star, man. I was doing great. Um, and that was that was fun. You know, it was being a young guy. Uh, around older guys, especially a lot of veterans that didn't have combat experience, right? Like, you know, you, I did well and, um, you know, did you know, just kept traveling, kept doing what I was doing. Um, and, you know, it was, it was just one of those things where I think I had a mission mindset all the time. Like, it, you know, obviously it gets drilled into us. You either fucking die or you accomplish your mission as a Marine. That's like, there's not a lot of gray ground, right? So, um, you get, you get to the point where you're a little, um, numb and callous and, and you have no empathy and, uh, thank God for my wife and my kids because, you know, they came along and so did cannabis. And I'll tell you right now, man, like those things, my wife's love, my kids love cannabis, man, that changed my life. And I'll, I'll tell you right now, like, it's one of those things where, um, I had, no, like that empathy, you know, wasn't there. And so, um, I put away alcohol completely. Um, it, you know, I drank, I, I tell you, man, I, like I, I wasn't a alcoholic, but I was definitely, a man, I drank, like I drank to get drunk. And, you know, at that age, you know, you got nothing to do the next day. So if you need to sleep in a little bit or something like that, it really doesn't matter. Uh, no kids, no wife, none of that kind of stuff when I was, you know, younger and out. And so, um, I guess I kind of, you know, medicated that way unknowingly, but it was just party, 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 party. And then, um, that came along and I realized, um, you know, I was kind of a 
one dimensional being in terms of my emotional outlet. So, um, you know, it felt good to turn it back on and, you know, it was, it's, it's a continuum, right? Like there are still times when you go into mission mode and you're like, let's go, let's go, let's go. Um, but then, you know, you, you can start to over time, like a muscle kind of build that thing where, you know, you start looking at life way differently. You start looking at people's lives from their shoes and not your shoes. And instead of jumping to that conclusion that maybe, um, instead of, you know, those people just being disgusting and lazy or whatever, you know, your preconceived notion is of them, you're like, eh, maybe they've had something, you know, go on that they haven't recovered from. Right. Like maybe like you don't, but you should probably just give them just that much. Right. And I think the world would be a hell of a lot better if most people, um, you know, we're like, we're like that, but it, I mean, it took me, I mean, it took me a lot of time, probably, I don't know, about 10 years, uh, to figure that side of being a thinking, caring, empathetic, sympathetic human being again out. And thank God. I, you know, I mean, a lot of guys don't. Yeah, no, it's funny. You brought up drugs. My little, literally my episode next week is drugs. <laughs> Or not next week, ne uh, tomorrow. My episode drugs. tomorrow, drugs, and like, cause I mean, I've, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a well-experienced man in that, in that, uh, that spot. I've, I've had a, uh, I'm a, I'm a fellow traveler in that regard. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> so uh, we're, we're Look literally going to do preaching peace and all that. It's, 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 it's we're crazy. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, we're literally, I plan on doing an episode where we just kind of do like a general review of all the drugs. <laughs> but I mean, obviously, some of them I don't, I can't really give a uh, experienced viewpoint on, but most of them I can. <laughs> but, uh, really, you know, um, like I, for me, like alcohol and cannabis about the, the extent of it. <laughs> yeah, I had a, I had a, I had quite the life. Still here, man. If you can hear me. <laughs> oh, sorry. No, it's waking up. Can you hear me? Yeah, I got All you. Right, I think I got we're you. good now. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, no, I uh, yeah. I did a lot of shit before I joined the military. So, uh, yeah, I had a uh, I had done a lot of stuff, <laughs> but <laughs> that 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 one semester of college experience <laughs> exposed me to a lot. <laughs> but um, yeah, no shit. God, you had said something that made me want to want to say. Something. Oh, you. So you said you hadn't. Uh, you didn't have a. I'm assuming you didn't have a family or anything before when you got out, right? No, man, I no. was a, I was a bachelor. It was one of those things where I knew, um, my, like my missions, like they had, like I saw what the op tempo was and I saw what was going on. Um, and I, I mean, you know, you try to like when, when you see guys leave their kids and their wives and shit like that, or they leave their wife and she leaves him, right? Like one way or another, she goes out and, and, you know, fucks jody and you're like damn yeah. it like, <laughs> like like that sucks man like you watch your your buddies go through that kind of shit and you're like no i'm not doing that like i'm i'm smarter than that i can bury my fucking emotions and and not uh and not care for people yeah no because because like I, I guess that was part of the question i didn't know if you had a family yet or not so it's like i feel like a lot of people structure their lives around the military and when they get out it's just so much harder for them you know but uh mm -hmm. yeah for you it's obviously like i mean i tell anyone in the military like if get the fuck out as soon as you can. If you even think you want to get out, get out. Cause it's like, you know, if you start structuring your life around it, you're just going to, it's just gonna be so much more shittier to try to fucking pull off that, pull off that bandaid or whatever, you know? Yeah. But, so I want to do final thoughts. I have three questions. What would you say to someone considering joining? That'd be Don't. my first. 
Don't. All right, that's easy. Don't, don't fucking join, man. Um, why? I guess should I explain myself? I mean, just <laughs> not a one-word answer. Like, no, fucking Go don't. For it. Whatever you want um, to do. Yeah, I, I tell people, I man. Actually, you know, being being who I am, um, I get questions uh about hey will you talk to my son or my grandson or my nephew or wh whoever and i'm like sure um you know and and now i, I guess kind of the, the the gigs up uh but for those people that don't know me don't know my politics don't know my show like that's i'm the last guy like if you if you want your you know your son or something to run off and, and join the marine corps or, you know like i'm not that guy man like once upon a time i may have been kind of barely but it was you know it was put on me where i was like nah don't man there's uh if you think you're gonna go fight fucking liberty let me tell you something you're not you're you're gonna fight for a government corporate cabal that sucks and they don't give a fuck about you trust me they're not interested in funding the va system they aren't interested in taking care of what's really ailing vets like they don't care if they cared about taking care of fucking combat vets and and people who get fucked up because of you know chemicals or you know abuse or you know post-traumatic stress from their jobs in the military man you would our our va system would be this shining fucking amazing badass system that nobody had access to or maybe people were beating down the door you know, to be in the military just so they had access to that system, right? Like, that's not the fucking case. Uh, nobody wants to go to the VA. People who are veterans don't want to go to the VA. The people who work at the VA don't want to be at the fucking VA. Like, don't fucking go. They're not going to take care of you afterward. You're going to not work for liberty or freedom. By the way, look around. We need you to fucking fuck. Right? If you love fucking liberty so much, love your fucking country so much, this country needs you here right now. The enemies are exposed. They're a clear and fucking present fucking danger. They, they, they're easy to spot, right? Like most of them in fucking DC are the enemies of the American people, right? They are murderers and thieves and they've fucking committed, you know, God knows how many war crimes on our neighbors, man, our friends, our, you know, our, our countrymen, every fucking kid that they send off overseas. Like they know what's fucking going on over there. They, unless they are just dumb as a bag of hammers and they just year after year, they fucking continue to do that kind of shit. And, you know, to, to tell a young man, listen, I got, I got plans for what I'm trying to do with youth here in America. And, you know, if you want to be part of that, let me help you get plugged in, be an entrepreneur, do something fucking amazing. Don't spend your life, your youth, your, your energy, you know, going out there and doing it for somebody else, man. That is the prime time. Like you, like as you get older, maybe you see it too, right? Like you remember how much fucking you could get done. You weren't tired. You weren't sore. I mean, you could do shit hungover as fuck that you can't do, you know, at 40 years old. And to have legions of those guys, right? Legions and legions of these guys out there that are that age with that kind of, you know, energy and youth fuck man like you want to talk about getting stuff done here in america fucking wake up man do it here yeah no it's funny you brought the va that's the best uh, case against uh fucking socialized medicine but <laughs> <laughs> yeah but, uh, what, what would you say to someone currently in so that's that's my next one man wake up as many fucking people as you can 
Uh, don't point your fucking guns at peaceful Americans right now, right? Like, that's the thing is, I don't know. Be a conscious objector. Be one of those people that's like, oh, you want me to go to D.C. and point my guns at the American people? No. Fuck no. Like, I, that's not what I'm here for. I didn't sign up to fight Americans. You know, there are people who are righteously pissed. And, boy, I don't know, man. It's, um, I guess that's... That's kind of my take is like, nah, man, just get the fuck out. And, and I, and if you're in and you're high enough and you hear this kind of shit, do something fucking colonels, lieutenant colonels, majors, generals. Like if, if there's, if there's a general that's not out there, you know, gaming for his, his, his exit strategy or his next fucking promotion, then I don't know, man, if you hear me and you want to fucking do something, do something, man. I mean, that's where are these guys that think that, you know, it's a good thing still what's going on here at the at, in, in DC. Like, holy fuck. If you guys can't see what's going on, oh, you need to reconsider, you know, what you're fucking doing in the military. That's for damn sure. Yeah, those dudes are already looking for the next Raytheon contract. But <laughs> but yeah, how about someone who's already out but still identifies themselves by their service? Like they're wrapped up in that, you know? Cause I feel like that's a hard part for a lot of people, the whole cognitive dissonance. So. Yeah, man, I mean, I don't know. Um, if if your if your existence is tied to um, what you did yesterday in any aspect, right? Like, boy, uh, I think it's a I think it's not a, a useful um, way to use your life. I don't think you know going around and getting your ten percent off at Applebee's or Lowe's and shit is um, you know what you should be going for. Like, there's there's a lot out there right now that you know you thought maybe you you fought for that you served for and things like that man um those ribbons and medals and shit man understand where that comes from right like that comes from the corporation right the, the corp cabal government that says oh man you did the corporate cabal a fucking real solid man holy shit i mean look at this guy people look at him look at this fucking metal and then you read it like the the warrant right and it's like holy you know if it's got a v device on it man that guy did some really really crazy awful stuff probably to mostly peaceful people on the other side of the world that are tired of our shit for fucking being there like i i mean think about Think about what we're fucking supposed to be doing. What we, you know, what you're so proud of. You're proud of the of the guys that came before you, the red, white, and blue man. They would have never fucking stood for the the trampling of our rights for people locking down people's fucking businesses, telling them they have to do things against their conscience. You know, including wear a mask. It's just like holy hell. It, it's it's crazy that you know they. I don't know. You feel so damn indoctrinated and and belt fed and proud of something like what are you going to be proud of tomorrow i guess would be my final thing is be like what are you going to do what are you going to do now man like you're a warrior you're proud fucking get the goddamn brass knuckles out start doing some push-ups again maybe change your fucking diet and let's get back to work because liberty man i don't know if it's dead but it's it's about damn time to to get out you know the the jump start right like oh we know how boys used to do it in the past 
like I don't want to do that shit, but goddamn, I'm I'm not going to live like a, a slave and be told, you know, how to run my life and what to wear on my face. Like fuck this. Yeah, I feel like you, you gave me a good little freedom boner there, so that's a good spot to <laughs> fucking kill it on. Uh, I do. I, I did want to kind of just do a little side. I do. I've always thought it so found it so fucking pitiful the people who got so excited by their rack. You know, when they're in their like their service, you know, fucking dress or whatever, and you like look how big my fucking rack is. It's like cool. Like who gives a fuck? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's crazy. You see all that hardware, and you're like, man, wow. <laughs> I mean, it's yeah, one like, thing to have that. It's one thing to be like make a big thing out of it and be like, oh look at this, and like shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'll tell you what, man. Like I, I got to wear. I mean, just a, a personal. I, I think I went to two marine corps balls my entire time that was the only time i ever wore like a uniform that wasn't a utility uniform man like it's ridiculous yeah i've always tried to avoid getting if anything i try to i have always tried to avoid getting more because it's like then you gotta update your rack and it's just a pain in the ass so (laughs) and they yell at you for it (laughs) yeah so all right with that go ahead and drop whatever plugs you got this has been by the way this has been fucking awesome i really enjoyed this episode so I hope to do more in the future. Yeah, uh, absolutely, yeah. man. Tell me as a friend, and uh, this is a, is a good time, man. Like yeah. uh, this is what I'm all about is uh, is is coming uh, and and helping anybody I can. And this is, I mean, I I wish more vets would get involved in this kind of stuff. So uh, yeah, my plugs. Uh, I run uh, Radical Podcast. It's um it's all about right now. Well, I guess it's all about. Um, it's, it's about Liberty, man. I I cover a whole lot of things. I cover radical people doing radical things, whether it's Liberty, whether it's homesteading, whether it's hunting, what, you you know, I'm a, I'm a guy's guy of jujitsu, you name it, man. Like it's, it's a lot of fun. Uh, you can find it at radicalpod.com. It's on all the pod catchers out there. Uh, if you want to support it, it is radicalpod or uh, patreon.com slash radicalpod. And outside of that, man, I'm Shane T. Hazel on Twitter. Um, and try to keep it as real as fucking possible out there and uh you know until i get schwacked by fucking <laughs> zuck and tom man those fucking tyrants like i don't know well uh, i'll be around there I'm, I'm also going over to this cool place um it's blockchain social media um i don't know if you guys know about it but uh it's hiveonboarding.com. they've got things uh that look like facebook look like twitter look like youtube uh and it's blockchain so it can't be deplatformed and it's money and all that fun stuff. So uh, I will be uh, Shane Hazel over there. Uh, that's my handle. So anyway, it's it's early, and that's uh, those are my plugs. I appreciate you having me on this uh, on your show, man. It's a it's a good damn time. Oh no problem. Yeah, no, it's been it's great. Yeah, dude, I'm actually currently zucked right now. So it's <laughs> uh, I, I'm sure you probably haven't watched the previous episode because I mean I'm not that big of a deal. But I uh, the the literally the thing they got me for was a Mussolini quote. Which said, uh, what does it say? It says fascism should more more appropriately be called corporatism since it's a mixture of the corporate and the state. And that's what they suck me for. I'm like, that's the most fucking ironic thing you could suck me for. <laughs> Can't have that shit going out, man. <laughs> yeah, no, it was a 30 day. Like, I'm like, what the fuck, dude? Like, I. I don't know. I was really raging about that one. I mean, I've been sucked a lot, but that one was like, that one's not even. Like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> and the weird thing is I like, they gave me a chance to fucking like, be like, nah, that's not cool. And they, so it goes to a person to review it. And even the person still called it bad. So I'm like, dude, what the fuck? So it's like, I can understand the alg- algorithm flagging it. Cause it'd be like Mussolini, whatever it flags it. But like a person had to manually be like, nope. I'm like, what? <laughs> like They like their you- job, right? Yeah. Like, that's the thing is like, they like being there. And they're probably, there's probably a culture if I'm, if I'm not mistaken. 
Yeah, no, it's weird. So, all right, <laughs> my plugs real quick. Like I said at the beginning, I'm the No Way Jose YouTube channel. I got the I'm all everywhere audio podcasts are at. I'm on the Liberty Movement YouTube and BitChute channel. This episode will be on that because, like I've said before, uh, the Liberty Movement YouTube or the Liberty Movement channel in general is for like cultural, non-political stuff, which we didn't really go too far into political. So that's why this is appropriate for that. So that'll be on there. You can contact me at the Liberty Movement Global at gmail.com. Uh, like I said, I got the Patreon now at No Way Jose 2020. Um, yeah, like, share, subscribe, comment, all that shit, dude. It's been fucking awesome. I hope to have you on again sometime. It's been it was fucking great. I really did enjoy it. <laughs> Appreciate it, Jose. Thank you, man. Yeah. All right, no problem. All right, deuces. Peace.